Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Welcome to the first ever episode of Sorry We Love Football. I am overconfident Eagles fan Daniel Hardigan. To my left is cautiously optimistic Chiefs fan Danny Solomon. Mm. And across the way is sad, broken person. I wouldn't Washington, describe... Washington football fan Jamel Johnson. He's not cautious. Yeah. He hasn't He's been for a while anyway. I'm extremely optimistic. So we just want to start by talking about what this podcast is and really it's just one long apology it's hell it's brutal on the players it's brutal on your soul your conscience and you know it's this giant money-sucking monolith that's bad in every way and we uh, we still watch it and we know that there's a, a large i mean ever-growing faction of people who have walked away from the game oh yeah including players yeah. but now it's fans it's sponsors but uh, people on my fantasy teams, I had a mass exodus of about half of the fantasy players from last year to this year that really rocked the foundation of so that squad. We know that it's bad, this game, but unfortunately it's not bad enough for us quite yet. And if anybody's like us, if anybody feels like you know, you're, you're not quite there on football and you probably uh, surmise that maybe nothing ever will be bad enough uh, in the game for you to turn away... Then, you know, listen to this podcast. We got some football news and shit. Yeah, we'll do regular updates. And if you've got one foot out the door, stay here as well. Yeah. Much like me. I am. I started this podcast with a foot fully out. And depending on how it goes. If the if we go, if the skins start 0-5, I'm out. I'll continue to do the podcast, but I won't have any football takes. People, if if and this is to the Washington Redskins ownership <clears throat> on down. If you can't muster up a good NFL season for Jamel Johnson, he is going to go full soccer, and I'm nobody out. wants that. Yeah, no, I'll go. I'll move to Europe, bro. Jamel's complicit. Early. The guy, I, I, you wear. You guys you make wear, me. Nobody dresses you in the morning. I don't ever That's wear football true. stuff. You do. When? You All sometimes, the time. Sometimes. <laughs> what? Every week, like two times a week, you oh, are, you, you mix and match sports and your outfits. Yeah, I think you've I like, got a WNBA hat, yeah. soccer cleats, and then the <laughs> Washington Redskins in the middle. Other yeah, Zubas pants. Nah, man. <laughs> look, I wore one Raiders jersey. Now you're all up in my in my grill and a Jets polo, and it's fine. I know you feel guilty for doing it, and you're still gonna watch this season. We all are. Yeah. We all, we all are. And yeah. we are all actually sorry. And if we're you... uh, sorry we're doing this. Okay. <laughs> Let's get into our first segment, which is why it's hard to be a football fan going into this season. Danny Solomon. 
I'm sorry that we have to watch a game run by this fucking league. This league, the league makes it worse for all of us. I mean, not just the the you know the issues, the discipline stuff. I mean, they try to make it like it's clearly this big, well organized system with lawyers and you know arbitrators and things like that. They're just fucking winging it. There's just a guy who got put in place as a figurehead by the owners. He's just coming up with shit out of his ass, and it seems like you know we're, we just have to take it. And then on top of all of these weird conflicts and dilemmas that we have about the discipline that they give out, which is you know it makes you think of things like drugs versus you know guns or guns versus love of Trump or what you know. I mean, there's just like all these different issues that. And then, of course, beating women and, and the like. And kids. All right. Yeah, then kids. Shout it's, out it's to beating kids. It's a new thing, new thing. Well, Adrian <laughs> Peterson did it, but there's just so many different conflicts of uh, on your soul. And then on top of that, they throw in these horrendous fucking rule changes so that when you do finally, you know, beat down the demons and decide, okay, even though this is a horrible sport that's perpetrating a lot of horrible crime in the world, we can just sit down and watch a fun game. Nope. Now it's a weird pass interference replay bullshit that we have to deal with. And, you know, the the running back can't lead with his head at a certain angle and all this kind of dumb shit that just makes it harder. The game gets stopped over and over again. And it, it's easier than ever to hate this fucking game on both sides. Question. Was the league ever good under Paul Tagliabue or Pete Rozelle? Or is it the commissioner's fault? Has the league gotten worse? Like, how did we get here? Like, what's going on? I don't know. I never I don't I barely remember the league under fucking Pete Rosell. So <laughs> you'll have to excuse me for not yeah, having been some alive. Notes on the Pete Rosell era? Yeah, what what Target, kind of what stuff you do you got? have on that <laughs> on that <laughs> time? Yeah, I mean, I know NFL the NFL commissioners list uh, Google search. Look, Pete we'll Rosell knew how to keep secrets, it feels like. <laughs> yeah. And then Paul Tagliabue, you know, whatever, he uh, changed the camera angle or something. He had some some decent innovations uh, with technology coming up. I don't know. Sweet maybe the logo. games are in color now. That's pretty good. Yeah. So big decisions. But now that the world has changed and has become a cesspool of bastards, Roger Goodell is at the wheel, and it's obviously the worst guy to be adjudicating all of these things that happen. Just basically saying, like, I don't know, two games – what about three games? How about if it's four games, but then later we decide that it's actually two games? It doesn't make any sense. There's no real law. Josh Gordon, what the fuck is even going on with that guy? Nobody's telling us. Nobody knows. It's something. It's drugs. I think he's on a fantastic voyage in his own brain. <laughs> I think he's addicted to cruise ships. <laughs> it's not actually hasn't been drugs at all. He just keeps taking these, like, mid-season cruises and he can't get out of them because it's a non-refundable ticket. Is it ecstasy? Somebody said ecstasy one time. How could you be addicted yeah, to that? Yeah, I think that's what he, he said. He was doing big uh, e-pills in college, right? Okay, so so just like can't get enough of the e, like fucking yeah. tweaked out middle of the night on a sidewalk begging people to suck their dicks for a tab of Molly. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for saying Molly. Molly for our listeners under 28. <laughs> I don't think they know it as ecstasy at all. MDMA. All right, Jamel Johnson, what do you hate about football This going into this season? My hatred of football is personal, and it starts at the top. Just ownership in general. I don't like that it's fucking 32 guys 
who've never snipped a football field, never even got within nuts distance of the bleachers Mm -hmm. of a football game. Now you came up with a billion dollars. Now I got to fucking look at your stupid ass and your dumb ass extra tan wife. Fuck out of here. Done with it. Done. Do you have an owner in particular who uh, really gets you going? Daniel Snyder can kiss my ass, bro. Wow, keeping it at home. Where else can it? Where else can I go? I sure he is the wor- the consensus worst he owner. He's actually of all time. the worst. Jerry Jones is like, oh, I don't care. You guys can do all the cocaine you want. Uh, that's fine. I d- is he a player's owner? There's a player's coach. Jerry Jones is as close as a player's, player's owner, owner as can be. Yeah. Until he kicks your ass to the curb. But he tries to buddy up with the players. Yeah. Unlike as long any as you're good. Seen. As long as you're putting up the numbers. And then fucking, who's doing the Panthers? Why won't they sell the Panthers to Diddy, man? It's it's a, the Jewish guy now. It's uh, Oh, they got him in there? They got D- David Tepper. Hip hop, I'll, I'll hang out with Meek Mill type ownership. You yeah. Know, What's you've got going your, on with my man? Wow. You got Kraft. You got Jeffrey well, Lurie. Kraft's wife died and he went crazy. Is that crazy, though? It's pretty cool. Trying to free Meek Mill is crazy to you? Yeah, he got loose with a championships chain on. Yeah, I mean, I look, nobody has more street cred yeah. than Robert Kraft. I don't fuck with the Patriots at all, but I do give points to Robert Kraft. I only fuck with him. And uh, who's the Indian dude running Jacksonville? Shad Khan, baby. That's it. Everybody Handlebar else mustache. Can kiss my ass. Oh, dude. you don't like the owner of the Green Bay Packers? The people of the, Green Bay? Yeah, they're fucking up too. <laughs> I don't think they would vote to free Meek Mill. Exactly. Sure. Exactly. I mean, really, like, the 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 funny part to think about with the Pats, like Jamel is saying, like, he's the only guy you could really get with. And th- what's funny is that Robert Kraft and Tom Brady might actually be having political disagreements. Tom Brady and his unabashed love of Donald Trump what having to share a facility with woke billionaire Robert Kraft. And not even on some, and not even on some woke shit, like... Donald Trump literally tried to end the NFL mm-hmm. in the 80s. Now that you're man, yeah. he wishes you didn't exist. What do you think the worst thing the owner of your team has ever done is? Um, besides sign Albert Hainsworth. Yeah, um, yeah, off the field, I'd say, in secret. Um, in secret. Because um, that Albert, I mean, he's, he's, that deal was so bad, Albert Hainsworth is actually dying from it. Yeah. <laughs> I would say the worst thing he ever did, my guess, accessory to manslaughter he's probably killed a person yeah like like he's been in the passenger side of a car somebody got hit with a drunk driver yeah 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 that's pretty light for dan snyder though i would think so i'd go more machiavellian with mine because i got clark hunt son of lamar hunt he's sort of the poor little rich boy so you know i would best i would bet that he's probably like strangled somebody you know he's probably He's a he's a God fearing man. Yeah, and it's a direct line. You have a direct line to a football pass, which would make yeah. you more violent. Dan Snyder, he grew up uh, with with none of that around him, mm. and so I think he just wants to be loved by his dead dad so bad that he has the team. So you got to cover up that manslaughter. That yeah, yeah, exactly. Him. You still have to cover up when Brandy hit that guy with the car. I think him and Brandy were in a car. Somewhere up in Santa Barbara. Brandy the singer? Yes. R&B sensation Brandy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, for for the Philadelphia Eagles, Jeffrey Lurie 
He's had two racism accusations thrown at him. Love I it. I think uh, one has some grounds. The other is just insane. Uh, the first one was when Riley Cooper was caught uh, using the N-word on film at a uh, at a concert at Lincoln Financial Field. At a, at country, a country concert. At a country he concert. He was calling another white person the N-word. Yes. Yeah. One of our uh, starting receivers at the time, the owner immediately went to bat for him and uh, kind of just said his character had always been good, and then they had a team vote, but we don't really know how that shook out. It seemed like they wanted to keep the player regardless of what the team thought. And it was totally worth it because Riley Cooper went on to a Hall of Fame career, 1,000-yard seasons, multiple double-digit touchdowns. Uh, Tim, Tim Tebow's roommate in college, which is kind of always kind of <laughs> cracked I like me that. I'd yeah. love to see that dynamic. Oh, and also, the three of them, uh, or I say three of them because Aaron Hernandez was on that team, and there's pictures with you know, those guys hanging out. And so just an yes. interesting group. This football is so hard. Is, yeah, football is for sure bad. <laughs> And wrong. I mean, we're supporting a, an evil thing. We just uh, are. Yeah. And then the, the the other one when he was accused of being racist was uh, activist Sean King. Obviously, mm. anytime some team doesn't sign Colin Kaepernick, we uh, they get accused. And so he really went hard at Lori, uh, kind of citing the Riley Cooper thing uh, for not signing Kaepernick in 2017. But our backup quarterback wound up winning the Super Bowl, so I think we came out okay on that. I think Cap would have thrown for 600 yards in that game. <laughs> I was just going to ask you, why, why you don't like football, Dan? What I'm, uh, what's going to be hard for me going into this season is, you know, just watching these millionaire crybabies taking knees during the anthem. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That's not. I've just. <laughs> oh, boy. Wow. <laughs> Where did that no, go? I'm going to I'm going to point, uh, you know, this, this high-powered – mirror back at ourselves i think it's the fans i think fan culture is just out of control and it sucks going to a game sucks going to a bar and watching with other fans sucks i mean these people are and i'm one of them too look i i fall under a lot of these categories that's the thing it's just kind of a you know an inner struggle going on you know yeah i mean there are certain things about fans that i that i love i can't say fans are all bad i mean i remember after the eagles championship i, I watched a a fan eat horse shit in the street. And I thought that was pretty cool. I mean, that's just a way yeah. to show your passion. Uh, and, you know, you, you're not on the field, so there's only so much you can do for the team. And, you know, it's the little stuff. It adds up, I think. But what do you – so you're seeing fans out at these bars and stuff going a little too crazy. Listen, when Let's I – Let's say, like, you know, shout, doing the Fly Eagles Fly song after every fucking first down. Let's say it's, like, something like that. Right. Listen – I remember when I lived in New York, and I would walk, I would go to this Eagles bar, and I'd have to walk home in my Eagles jersey, and it would feel like I was walking through that tunnel of oppression at the fucking Museum of Tolerance, just every hate speech term being fucking slung at me, just guys trying to fight, whether we won or lost, it's just people, like, it becomes tribal, I mean, you just see colors at some point, and you're like, oh, there's a dude in a red shirt, fuck that guy. I don't care if he dies. I don't care what you, his job is. Yeah, no, Are like, you talking about Santa Claus? <laughs> I'll say this. In Philly, Listen, I, Santa should have known better. We were down big at half. You don't fucking come out and wave around. You're trying to give presents to the kids, you fat fuck. Guess what, Santa? The present we want is family. a W. Santa doesn't have that in his sack for you guys. <laughs> Philly's got the extra rep, too, like. Well, that's you guys the, are the, the meanest. Yeah. 
That's and the so, love-hate aspect and of it. And so I, now everybody goes at you guys extra hard. Like, the actual wildest thing I ever saw was a Redskins fan get in a couple of Philly fans' faces. We're yeah. losing to you guys, as we do, at home. Uh, family tradition. And uh, it's a couple. It's just it's like it's a black couple. They're at the game together in Eagles jerseys, watching the game very respectfully. And this huge white dude in, like, a Miami Clinton Portis, he walks up on me and he's like, hey, what's up, man? He just, like, daps me up without saying anything. I like the jersey, so I was like, hey, what's up, guy? <laughs> he daps me up, and then he, with m my hand still in his, leans over to the dude, and he's like, I'm going to kill y'all in the parking lot. <laughs> I'm killing you and your girl in the parking lot after the game. And he's still holding my hand, and I'm like, I'm looking back at them like, I didn't approve this. <laughs> this just happened. Now what do I do? So you're an accomplice. Yeah, now I'm an accomplice. Now you're Ray Lewis. This beautiful uh, black love being, uh, I don't know, killed? Yeah. Look, this is this is just like boilerplate NFL game type shit. Yeah, this you're going like, to be involved in a murder when you go. It you're wasn't even a close game. You. It was like the second quarter. It's very early in the game. Yeah. That's the, there are – because I think what you're saying too is there are these specific fan bases who ruin it. Because I don't, I don't ever hear about like a fucking, you know, a, a sixty person brawl at a Titans game or something like that. You yeah, know, they don't get down like that. These are these Too are the out. the main culprits are the Philadelphia Eagles, the okay. Oakland Raiders. Yes. Uh, you know, Cowboys most yes. likely. I've, I've never been to a Cowboys game, but the it Giants seems Giants fans get up. The Giants entire fans. NFC East is like. Culpable in the whole thing. We're not good. Yeah, it's yeah. a lot of bad fans. Say Pittsburgh Steelers fans. Steelers, Packers potentially. Although yeah, maybe they, we just know they're drunk because it's Wisconsin, but we don't know what they do. See, I don't. It, but actually, going back on what I just said, it feels like the Packers fans are so used to being drunk that they no longer feel it. So oh, they're yeah. not getting extra violence. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, where do we? Where are you staying on the Bills fans? Are they bad? Or, I feel like they mm. just get drunk and do their own thing. They're hurting themselves. Yeah, they're not it's, hurting others. It's a form of self-flagellation going through those tables, setting fire to themselves. Well, think about the team that's on the field. I mean, it's just a reflection of the fan base. I mean, yeah. it is just sadness, despair. Yeah. They're cold. It's like the Siberia of the NFL <laughs> out there. There's just nothing there. There's only Bills games, but they know the Bills are bad and will always be bad. And even when they were good, they still lost four straight Super Bowls, which has to hurt in its own way. And so now all they do is is hurt themselves to feel pleasure from football again. And then like I don't feel I feel I don't know if Niners fans get up, but I know like gangs. Oh yeah. I feel like some NorCal gangs used to rock the Niners jersey. Yeah. But I, in my head, they don't get it popping at the games. Well, I mean, all of Boys in the Hood was just dudes in Raiders jerseys. Yeah. And I was at a Rams Broncos preseason game, and I saw three Raiders fans get kicked out. <laughs> Keep striving. So you guys want to move on and do some week one previews? Just kind of yeah, go through the games. Kind of, we're going to call this first impressions. I'm going to tell you the game. You guys tell me what you think. Okay. We don't need to pick winners. We don't need to get into the X's and O's. Just tell, so what are we feeling? How what are we feeling feel? like? Okay. First game, kickoff of the season, Thursday night, NBC, Green Bay at Chicago. Chicago's favored by four points in this game. Mm. What do you think? I feel like I don't want to watch this game again. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like last year's season opener 
when they played in Green Bay was pretty good. And I don't know what the NFL is thinking trying to uh, recapture that magic. You know why they picked this game is because for the Thursday, for the opener, the season yeah. opener, it's because everybody's fucking bored of the Patriots. I think the Brownies should have got the opening game, dude. Against the Titans, though, that's trash. Yeah, yeah, the problem great. is the matchup, sure. But well, I, I want to see the Brownies regardless. I think the real reason they decided on this game was because to, ce- to celebrate the 100-year anniversary of the league. Just the two no. I think the Bears are one of the oldest franchises, and I think Green Bay is as well. And so, I mean, is that a good reason? No. Like, These teams have been around for a long time. The, yeah, NFL Mitch not, Trubisky has not been around yeah, for a long time. Not getting the point, NFL. You want young people to watch your game, or do you want this shit to only be played? Yeah, this isn't baseball. In, in We're not supposed to be yeah. celebrating, oh, 100 years ago, the game. But they want it to be baseball real bad. Do they? The, everything around the NFL is like, we want it to be like historic and prestigious, and nobody yeah. does any hip hop dancing. Well, I think we've talked about this. The NBA is looking forward. What what does the future look like? Yeah, baseball is looking back. We want to just remember what it was like in 1912. And football, and then football is just, is just in the moment. Self preservation. Yeah. How do we not fucking disband yes. in one year? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's just keep this going for as long as we can. Let's enjoy the ride before everybody's heads explode and we have to outlaw all forms of contact in sports. Which, you know, I'm not for or against at this point, but I, I, I do want to see people hit each other in football. So sure. let's go uh, Bears 17, Packers 10. Low-scoring affair. Jamel, what do you got? I don't mind that. Um, give me 17-20, Pack. Go Pack, go. A lot of fun. What's the next game? Yeah, shit. <laughs> next game. 20 minutes per game. We got Los Angeles Rams at Carolina Panthers. The Rams are favored by three. I'm interested in Cam. What is Cam up to? Ooh, yeah. Cam's shoulder apparently is fucked up. What's no, going on? The Oikos will clear that right up. That's, yeah, he's yeah. Got the calcium. The zero fat Oikos? Yeah, yeah. In the black container. When they started doing black containers, I was like, man. That makes it cool. It's yeah. too scary for moms. It's not your mom's <laughs> yogurt. It's black. It's in a black container. Yeah, dog. Like a gun. It's crazy. I think this is a strange game because you got the two superstar players on each team. You got Todd Gurley and Cam Newton, both players coming into the season. Injured. Question marks. You don't really know how healthy they are. No, It'll I'm be interesting sure. to see who, which one of those two players takes over the game. I mean, I really think whichever one's more healthy, I think I'll favor that it's team. It's Goff. Goff is healthy. Goff well, is, I'm not Goff even talking about throwing. Goff. He's a non-factor on the road. He but sucks. Goff Whoa. with McVay, they're going to they're gonna tool it up a little bit. They're gonna The road splits are going to be a little bit better. It's going to be easier to deal with. And then, uh, you know, he's got that offense with Woods and Cooks. It's yeah, they got the same good. guys, right? There's, yeah. there's no new they're receivers. running it back. People are yeah. afraid of Gurley, and that's enough, especially early in the season. To you have to game plan for him to be healthy, and I think they'll throw a lot of passes. And I think that the Carolina defense is a little worse than it was last year and the year Nothing, before. Nothing. No bars for Christian McCaffrey, huh? He's all right. He was on my fantasy team, saved my fantasy team, but I don't think he can do it again. He's just a little, little guy, a little strong guy. Um, I hmm. think the Rams are going to have a Super Bowl hangover. Kind of happens to most losing Super Bowl teams. So that's just the natural course of things. You have to eat some humble pie. I still think they're going to be a good team. I'm calling Probably like 9-7 and seven or 10-6. and six, But they're going to lose a few games early, and people are going to hit panic a little bit. Interesting. I'm yep. calling a tie. <laughs> that's good. How many ties are you going to predict this season? Probably eight. Eight ties. Over, under, on ties, Jamel predicts eight. <laughs> ties Point I five. predict, yeah. Eight and a half. Um, 
what was the, I told you guys I saw Todd Gurley this offseason. He was wearing this pyramid scheme hat. Well, you remember the Herbalife. 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 Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> that, Todd Gurley's been mixed up in some, that, some foul shit. That's, uh, his knee's going to be fine, guys. Well, he's on Herbalife. Herbalife yeah. It's the same Would thing. Cam's got his Oikos. Gurley's got Herbalife. McCaffrey, he doesn't have any. Cutco knives. He doesn't have any, Yeah, maybe he's on he's Cutco. He's going to deal with Cutco knives right gonna, now. Then maybe maybe I misjudged the, the Panthers' <laughs> offense based on Endorsement what deals. kind of shit they're trying to hawk. Yeah. All right, moving on. We got 49ers at Tampa Bay Bucks. Oof. Oh, man. Yeah, this is a pick 'em. There's no line here. I think this just means nobody knows what to make of these two teams. They can both go either way. I mean, the Niners are trash, and Garoppolo is not good. So, by default, it's got to be the Bucks with a decent quarterback who was benched but then went on to throw a couple 300, 400-yard games. He's got Arians, two really good receivers. I don't know what they've got in the backfield. It, whatever it is, it probably will disgust me and make me rethink this, but mm-hmm. I think it's going to be the Bucks. Uh, with the better offense. I like Bucks too. And do you think that Bruce Arians is going to bring back that cabbie hat that he wears on the sidelines? Only coach to wear the cabbie hat. If it's you ever better. wore one, then you're going to keep wearing it. Oh, he, he yeah. always wore one, yeah, as far as I remember. Why throw that in, out? The game's in Tampa? In Tampa. He should be wearing some linen with that. <laughs> Can we get him in a Bucks linen let's, button down? Let's just hope Hurricane Dorian doesn't blow his little hat off. Hey, you want to talk about not liking the league? Every year. The league schedules week one games in Florida. Yeah. All three Florida teams are playing there. And in, in Carolina, we were just saying, like, can you make these teams play a few road games to start the season when it's fucking hurricane season? This isn't rocket science. You're going to have to cancel the game again. I'm sure one of these things is going to be up until Saturday night. We're all worried. Is the game even going to be played? Fantasy implications. Dude, none, fucking of, league. none of the owners believe in climate change. So that's where <laughs> we're at. That's another reason to hate this league. Nobody believes in climate change at the top, so the the party line is we just ignore it, same as everything else, and so the Hurricanes are just going to keep coming, and that's just how it's going to be. 1 p.m., we got Tennessee Titans at Cleveland Browns. This game is of the, the week. sexy matchup that Jamel is waiting this for. This is going to be the game of the week. You don't want to watch the Titans, but the Titans don't give a fuck. The Titans what does are that mean? What does that mean? Right. That means the Titans are a fine football team. They were a and playoff team last year. Exactly. Exactly. No, it seems like we all forgot. I mean, they're they, a playoff team, and they're running it back. Who have they gotten rid of? They added Ryan Tannehill. Thanks for nothing. But, <laughs> look, they're a decent team. They're going up against the new hot boys who haven't quite gotten their act together. It's going to be a close game, and it's going to be very entertaining. Who is the number one receiver on the Titans? Corey Davis. Ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, that's – and I don't remember like he's he's going his ADP is like 85 in fantasy. It's like he's yeah. way down there, and he's the number it's really, one receiver. Oh, he's going to go Derek, undrafted tonight in our. In our I would because it's I'm it's Gary, it's a Derek uh, it's a Derek Henry show, which is another there. like if it was Todd Gurley, if it was Zeke, you know, if it was somebody who can who's can justify being your number one option as a running back, then I'd be I, all for it. But I think. Derrick Henry, his biggest threat is fucking Marcus Mariota running around, and that's all. And Corey Davis's biggest threat is nobody because nobody else on the team even gets thrown to, and he only gets thrown to a tiny amount because Marcus Mariota loves to run. You see what I'm saying? They got nothing. You're listening to Titans Talk on Sorry We Love Football. Jamel, who's the coach of the Titans? Quick. No idea. 
My, is it is it Mike Vrabel? Yes, Mike it's Vrabel. Mike Vrabel. Hey, yeah, okay. Vrabel snuck in yeah. there. And I only know that because he was a chief player. For I just like you wouldn't season. know because it's like who the hell? Yeah, I don't know. You said I think you like the Titans. It's in Tennessee. No, it's in Cleveland, Ohio. Oh, I gotta rock with Cleveland. Yeah, yeah. I just think it's gonna be a good that game. The place is gonna be on fire. I think it's gonna be a, a really good game, and I think you think it's gonna be a good game. I think yeah. it's gonna blow out because I think everybody in Cleveland's like, oh, it's, we got the Titans. Yeah. <laughs> And it's it's a cherry matchup for I mean you got yeah. Baker's gonna be juiced up he's gonna be down in beer bongs and and, yeah. and ass shots and shit like yep. that I mean he's gonna every be Fortnite full on dance you can think the yeah. Titans are a team the perfect team to overlook and okay. they'll probably I mean it's gonna be a three point game either way interesting next Even up that. we have the Atlanta Falcons traveling to Minnesota mm. take on the Vikings this is also gonna be a good that's game. a that's great good, game it's a great game. I think it's going to be a really good one. I think that's going to determine things. You know, when week 16, 17 comes around, you're going to look back at that game and just be like, oh, shit. You know, one of these teams is going to blow this game because you have Perp Cousins versus oh, Matt Ryan. The Perp Machine. I like Atlanta in this game, and I want to direct a question towards Jamel Johnson about the starting quarterback of the Minnesota Vikings. So, I've been thinking about this guy. I used to enjoy playing him when he was in Washington. He leaves the team, gets a three-year, $90 million, fully guaranteed contract. Last year, they lose at home week 17 to the Bears, which is essentially a playoff game. The Bears aren't even playing their starters. Uh-huh. Kirk Cousins gets booed off the field for, the, for that game. So my, like question, that? my question to Jamel is, how soon does he start getting booed this season? And what was the, the Perp Cousins experience like for you as a Skins fan? Uh, to answer your first question, immediately. <laughs> you think if they're down at half, he's getting booed going off the... No, 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 no. Not if they're down. If and when he throws that pick, baby boy. He's going to because he always does. Look, it's He always has. Pain. There's pain in that. This he is season has. two of the Kirk Cousins experience for the Minnesota, the people of Minnesota. and He always will. <laughs> Did you want him back? Whatever. <laughs> Moving on. We got... Baltimore Ravens taking on the Miami Dolphins. This is a team that's doing it right, Jamel. The Dolphins want to lose. They're making no ifs and yeah. We will be losing. They just gave up that fucking Laramie Tunsil, the only guy in the locker room. Everybody was saying that if he left, that the team would revolt. And then the owner and Flores were just like, uh, uh, fucking revolt, I guess. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> and they traded <laughs> Kenny Stills for uh, – Riff it for making fun of Jay Z. Yeah. Uh, so ba- I don't know if you heard this. Uh, Brian Flores from from Brooklyn. Kenny Stills says all this sh- inflammatory shit about him. Uh, once Jay Z kind of has cozied up to the league, and the next day at practice, Flores played exclusively Jay Z music, blaring it during, for hours straight, That's and then good. traded Kenny Stills a day later. It's well, just petty uh, pettiness is at a ten. I like I love that, it. and uh, I'm pretty sure nobody from Brooklyn knows dick about football he does no brian flores is great man he uh he came up um he played football with uh my buddy marcus who uh was a running back at notre dame and so marcus has the in with brian they were best buddies growing up and was he rudy oh no rudy played on uh, (laughs) he's he's told me about this dude since he was an assistant on the patriots so it's been interesting you know eight years ago to now watch this dude get a head coaching job i mean Uh, it's crazy 
You got a good coach. He was good. He was, but he was isn't a crazy that coach. when you're tanking, it's still going to count against your record? I mean, it's but everybody has gone through this a lot. I mean, you know, it's it's just what happens to teams sometimes, and you can be the guy who helps rebuild it, be the John Gruden that everybody. I mean, I, I know that Flores doesn't have quite the same leash, and of course the Raiders suck and always will. But the the Dolphins, I think, have the right plan. Give it all up because you you had nothing. You had absolutely nothing. Yeah. You re-signed Xavier Howard. I would even give up him. But just get rid of the whole team. Get the great quarterback, which changes everything. Everybody's feeling better about the coach. You know that it's going to be at least an 8-8 eight and eight season in two seasons. So let the guy ride, at, ride it out. And then in the meantime, take a big fat waxing like you're going to get from the Baltimore Ravens. It's going to be fun to see how the creative ways in which they lose this year. If Fitzpatrick accidentally gets them off to like a two and zero or two and one start, Ugh. does do do we get a fake injury for this guy? Why are you we... starting fucking Fitzpatrick <laughs> at all? He should not be starting games. He we might get accidentally win a game. We get it. It's even when it's great, when it's fucking Fitz magic, it's still a bunch of bullshit that can't win in the playoffs. Like, what are you doing it for? You went to Harvard, dude. Why don't you? I mean, there's plenty. Go, go to work for Tesla. All right, so we know the Ravens are winning that game. That's the lock of the week. Jamel agrees. We got the Buffalo Bills at the New York Jets. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a game. Game of the fucking week. Game of the fucking week. Jamel <laughs> this has been. the game of the week. This is going to be a fun game. The return of Lev Bell. Josh Allen. Come season on. two, sophomore campaign begins. Josh. Uh, I like the Bills close. Uh, I don't know. There's something about them. I like that team. A couple stars again with Frank Gore. I can see him going se- seven and nine. Frank Gore pushing out. Chief's great Shady McCoy. So he must have something left in the tank. Otherwise, they wouldn't have gotten rid of Shady. So I guess Gore's going to start. He's going to be in games. and He'll get and his 15 carries a game. And Are they just pushing? Is are, is everybody just doing this so that he makes it to the Hall of Fame? I mean, probably. I mean, and he should. They got a rookie running back that they like. But I think Gore is going to start early in the season. And then on the Jets side of things, like I said, Lev Bell is interesting. Adam Gase is a maniac. I, th- I still think yeah. he has the Dolphins stink on him. Whoa. So I just can't trust that guy. I just – I cannot wait for the screenshots of that man just just thinking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's the meme, the most memeable coach, yeah. I would him say. Him in a – oh, God. And the Sam, first, like, clutch third down situation. Sam, he, might, he might poop himself. Sam Darnold, I don't know. It just doesn't do much for me. I, what, the last USC quarterback who was good was Carson Palmer, and he was pretty – he was very good. He just, you know. Yeah, you're a hater. The point is you're a Yeah, I hate USC football. Yeah. I don't think that they're a quarterback school. Yada, yada. I Jesus do like Christ. the wacky stuff. Okay, yeah, okay, Hufflepuff. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck, man? Sam Darnold's good. He played one year, and they got him a better running back. Mm. No line, though. But I will say that, that Gase is good for a couple of fun ones every game. You know, the, yeah. the I mean, I saw that Albert Wilson stuff they were doing last season. I really appreciated the use of Albert Wilson also a chief but beyond that just like halfback passes receiver passes to halfbacks fullbacks and stuff happening reverses double reverses like you know we can get we can get that one fun you know sports center top 10 clip from this game out of the jets and then of course they're going to lose because the bills actually have a defense which nobody yeah. realizes that they have a, they had the number two defense last and we year. got a couple first round guys going up against each other yeah. They're in the same draft class. That's true. true. I this mean, is, Josh Allen is, is real serious butt cheeks. But I mean, is he or did he have a couple flashes and he got hurt? Josh Allen? Yeah. 
I like him. Didn't he have a couple little moments? Josh he, Allen. He, he's plays. He's like Lamar. They're the same thing. They run it because they can't throw. But Josh it. Allen has a cannon, even though it, it, he doesn't know where it's going to go. Yeah. yeah. It's wildly inaccurate, but the guy can throw it a hundred yards. Yeah. Peter North's got a cannon, but he doesn't know where it's going. He doesn't know where it's going to end up. Oh, he has complete control. <laughs> Yeah. All right, moving on. The first of two meetings this season, the Washington Football Club travels to Philadelphia. <sighs> the Eagles are going to win next. What a painful game this is. In this room, it's causing serious You guys are going to win, and it's fine. And we're going to look bad. Deshaun Jackson in an Eagles uniform. You know he has a grudge against Jay Gruden. He's going to score a touchdown this game. Three catches for 88 yards. One, One touchdown. touchdown. I'd like to know what the sense coming out of Washington, D.C. is right now. Have you talked to your brothers, your family, your friends? Oh, we're all disgusted and waiting for the inevitable. Which we're, is? Uh, six and ten. Is there one? Best. That's actually pretty good. If is there one thing that you would keep of the Redskins now that in four years you still have? You know, like, you mean like one piece that you like so that we can, you know, because we know you hate them. So oh, is there team? one good thing you can say about them? I'm being honest with you guys. Please. Absolutely not. I have nothing but contempt for this team, and they will do nothing but disappoint me. Jordan Reed is already in concussion protocol. He might not even play week one. He's a, He's got a – But you got Vernon. Case Keenum didn't complete a pass to a wide receiver the entire preseason. But you got Colt. Please stop. I'm trying to find the <laughs> silver lining. There's nothing. The only silver lining we had was Trent Williams, who will not play football for us. He said he would. He said he's going to come back sooner than later. Sooner than later. Little, little oh. news from today. Oh, that's good. That is good stuff. I think Jordan Reed, he's a future Larry Johnson candidate. So oh, we'll God. see you on Twitter soon. Uh, I, feel like, I feel like, uh, like Trent Williams is going to play spite football. He's going to play a year of, of – out of spite, left tackle. Which I like. I mean, Trent Williams upset. One of the best. One of the best to do it. And that might be good or it might be bad. He might just kind of olay it every, I bet the team. snap. I bet the team would rather lose with Haskins than play close games with Keenan. Yeah, I like a, a Sproles punt return touchdown. Just There's going to be all all this, this sort of spectacular things you'd want to yeah. see as a fan. This is a fun day to go out. It's a kind of a Non-pressure, low-stakes first game. Carson uh, Wentz gets yeah. back into the swing of things. Yeah, I just say, sat on the bench for two seasons. The only thing that I actually truly believe in is Ryan Kerrigan. There you, he's go. Been, there you go. He's been Ryan nothing Kerrigan. but consistent for years and years and years, but it is not enough. There is no phase of Redskins football I believe in in its entirety. But you got a D line too because you got Jonathan Allen who was like a top three pick, right? And then yeah. you got Deron Payne who we, I heard was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. We I have never seen him play we football. have theoretical things. We mm -hmm. don't have anything that's been proven. Uh, the secondary ass. This is uh, I, the linebackers ass. I just realized this is what it is. You need satisfaction now. You can't wait. And your team may well be building the core of a great playoff contending superpower in three to four years, but you can't take that because the waiting is the hardest part. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've waited for a long time, much like Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. I don't they think there's the hardest part. I don't think there's a plan in Washington. I think Jay Gruden is first coach fired. Of course. And, and in turn, a true tank will occur 
actually putting your team in better position. Yeah. I think you're going to fall into a better season next year unintentionally. So congratulations for that. Let's Thank pray you. for that. Let's pray for it. Moving next. on, we have the Kansas City Chiefs mm. traveling. Another team traveling to Florida to Jacksonville to take on Big Dick Nick and the new look Jaguars. Danny, how you feeling? I just feel good about this team. And what's weird is I'm not even thinking about this game. We could lose the game for all I care. It's just we're too good in the ways that a team needs to be to win it all. I'm, I'm just confident, and I've never felt this way <clears throat> this way before. I've, it's just never crossed my mind. Getting choked up. I know, I know. It's emotional. <coughs> I ate a peanut earlier. <laughs> oh, damn. I'm just feeling confident about this team. We're good in a way we've never been before. We've added just some kind of fun little you know, extras just to go along with the already great offense. We got McColl, Hart, Hart. <coughs> Hold on. Yeah, McCoy. Yeah, take a breath. Yeah. Colt we McCarron. Just, we've added a bunch of fun extras to the team that we didn't even need, like McColl Hardman and, and Shady. And, and, you know, the defense is going to be bottom third, and that's fine because we're not going to be dead last like we were last season. I still think we're going to beat the Jaguars, though, because their defense wasn't as good as when we played them last year, and we beat the crap out of them last year. And granted, they had Bortles, and he stunk up the place, and he had like three picks, maybe four, actually. But I don't know. I mean, you know, can they really be that much better with Nick Foles? Nick, Cole, Nick Foles know. does not turn it over. The only thing Say I what can, you will, but the, he doesn't give it up. The he throws a lot of YOLO balls, though. The worrisome uh, thing I could see going to this game is it's shit weather, and it's the same old Chiefs defense, and Leonard Fournette is just re-energized and yeah. just kind of runs for 200 yards. And the Chiefs can still win that game because they can outscore anybody. But, but that's the worst-case scenario game for your team. I gladly grant you that anybody who has an arm that functions, and that's pretty much everybody besides Case Keenum, is going to be able to throw deep balls on the Chiefs you're going to be able to get yours from the air anytime you want to. But the run defense, and I will go to my grave with this, is going to be better. We'll see. It's a tough that's first what you matchup. That was they probably will be better, but it's a tough first Over matchup. The and it's the only way to beat the Chiefs because the Chiefs can score on anybody, and they score fast. And, and the rest of that Jaguars style. offense in the huddle isn't looking up and seeing Blake Bortles. They're seeing a yeah. Super Bowl MVP, they're just and they're going to follow him. Yeah. But this is why we did it. We did – the run defense, more we made that more solid over the offseason because we knew people would try to play the clock game with us and try to get the offense off the field. So we just allowed our secondary to be total ass fire so that we can mm. actually win these strategy games that we were losing last season. And, you know, if people want to go toe-to-toe with us, we got the best quarterback of all time. So all right, I think we can do it. Let's uh, kind of chug through these uh, some of these other matchups. We have the Andrew Luckless Colts traveling to the Chargers. Um, Bolts. We got Bolts. Bolts all around. Unfortunately, yeah, unless somehow Jacoby Brissett is good. And yeah, I have the Bolts is. and whoever is playing tight end for the Colts. Jack you're gonna, Doyle. You're going to want that Doyle, baby. Or Eric Doyle Ebron game. as well. I, think. I don't think – I think he was Luck's guy. I think it's it's all Doyle. He's the over-the-middle guy. Ebron was the I'll-go-deep-sometimes pass catcher dude. Vertical threat. Yeah. But I I do have T.Y. Hilton on a team in my other league. I'm, I'm just hoping that 
I mean, Brissett did play a lot last year. It's not, he's not maybe. inexperienced. Yeah, he, he plays. Maybe, maybe. He's a Brady-Belichick disciple, so that's worth something. I but love yeah. the Chargers, and I have for probably 20 years. Like, I've been in on the Chargers since Breeze and LT. And you say you don't love disappointment. Here you are. I actually love disappointment, <laughs> which is the problem. I kind of like being disappointed yeah, by my I teams. I kind of like it when things don't go my way ever. The Chargers will then, I guess, not disappoint you by disappointing you. I'll take every it. Every year they're not as good as everybody thinks they're going to be. But they'll be around. They'll be around. They'll win they'll, this they game. They are around. And they, and do, they will be around. They well, do the, annoy me. They don't quite scare me, but they annoy me. There's no. usually some early Chargers hilarity that has to do with a kicker or some bullshit. Yeah, they got decision. a guy. They got they'll a guy. Sign oh, they child. always have a guy, but it's a, it's a cursed position on that team. It should be funny. Okay, I think we all like the Chargers. Uh, next, we got the Cincinnati Bengals going to Seattle to take on the Seahawks. Is there a, le- a less interesting team than the Bengals this year? The Bengals are going to get absolutely they – are, they're my pick to be the team that gets defensively butt-fucked in the first game of the year yeah. because they've got absolutely nothing on offense, and that includes the line, which is the biggest problem. Some of these teams, like the Titans, they have bad skill players, but they're decent on the line. Like the Bengals not only have nothing outside and on the, on, you know, in the skill spots, but they have jack shit on the line and Andy Dalton isn't that good and that's just a recipe for a very like a decent to group to pretty good defense at home in Seattle to just murder them tough place for young Zach Taylor to make his coaching debut he's at uh, one of the Rams assistants so he's many young guys one of these McVeigh uh disciples who's just this 30 something year old baby faced all these new coaches it's like a fucking it's like a game of dream phone now it's just whoever is the cutest boy on the block just just pick them up to run your offense and then on the seattle side uh clowny is their new addition looks like their defense is going to be pretty good uh, is he going to play week one? Yeah, he's in. Because he knows how to rush the passer, and that's probably all you have to do. That's all you got to do. Makes everybody else on that defense better. Um, you know, you still have Russell Wilson. So that team, I mean, I could see him being very good or or average. But when you have Wilson in that defense, I think they're, they're going to be in most games. See, it sounds it's like un- you love USC guys and man yeah. Carroll. It's <laughs> unfortunate that they have to be in the division with the Rams. But they will be around. They are now – I mean, I guess they're different from the Chargers just because they actually won one, but they are the NFC Chargers in my mind. Like, they'll be around yeah. forever and ever, but. They can hang with anyone. It won't exactly matter. It won't oh. matter. But it's going to be a bloodbath in week one. Another mm-hmm. Sunday afternoon game. New York Giants travel to Dallas to face the Cowboys. Division NFC East clash. I'm, also, gotta, I'm over this game. Already over this game. They I'm do it every right. week oh, one every in the shit. One. It's annoying. Every Sunday night, why? It's not Sunday night this time. Okay, that's Even weird. though it feels like a Sunday night game because they always do it. What why? is it? It's uh, the late, the this 4 is a, 15, This is a 4-15 uh, PST start. Well, that's the only thing. America's that, game of the week. You're probably going to get Joe and Troy for this yeah. one. Uh, the only thing that the Cowboys have going for them that is that it's not a night game because the Cowboys love to blow those night games to New York. But um, They do. I still got the Giants. You got the Giants to win. I have the Giants winning this it's football. In game. what way do you envision that? Like, what are the factors of a win? Because it's I don't see it. Saquon Barkley, two hundred yards. I mean, look, dog. I know we all think Eli is like technically like like retarded, but like 
I think he's gonna have a fine year. He he was one of the uh, had I think Eli. top five most passing yards last year. You're talking about Eli Manning. Yes, Eli it's because they were losing in every game, but. I yeah. think it was just the eye test for me, and that's yeah, he, another one of those sports no one's terms scared of here. This my is his eyeballs. last ride, man. The guy's got two rings, man. Dude, we're, every we're, time, every we're time over I an hour, on, by the way. I'm just letting, we're just having know. fun. I know we're having fun. We're just. I mean, every time I watched Eli throw a pass, it was like it was like my eyes melted out, like fucking like like a Boonwell movie. And he doesn't have a dude who's going to do front flip, uh, back handsprings, and catch the ball one handed anymore to save his ass. Now Sterling it's just regular Shepard. dudes. Yeah, and Sterling. Saquon's a superhuman, but he's not going to be downfield. I enjoy the idea of just all, an all-running back offense. No pass catchers at all. Just one man and put everybody else on the line. I think it could work. Um, <laughs> so Jamel has the Giants in this game. I would love for that to happen. I love seeing the, the Cowboys lose week one and everybody panicking. But I picked uh, the Chargers. I really think, you know, Cowboys will probably win like a three-point bullshit game here. The Cowboys can stop the run, so that's all you need. And that's going to be it, and the Cowboys are going to win. Moving on, we got uh, another afternoon game. How many games is left? There's a lot of games. There's no buys this week. This is what it feels like when there's no buys. Well, we'll we'll cut these down a little. We'll go fast. (laughs) Here, we're going to go fast. Trust me, because no one cares about this game. This is Detroit Lions at Arizona Cardinals. Uh, Kyler Murray debut. Did you just, love this game? I just watched the little documentary about the owner of the Lions. This lady's 93, and she's at every owner's meeting. Shades on, chilling, trying her hardest. So you're picking Detroit. Yeah. <laughs> Detroit. Can you name the Cardinals coach, Jamel? Absolutely not. Cliff Kingsbury. With hey. two Ks. Two Ks. The cutest man in college football. Cliff He's Kingsbury. another cute guy. This is one of the dream phone guys. Cliff Kingsbury is at the mall. <laughs> no, Cliff, Cliff is not at the mall. I heard Cliff was hanging out with Kyler. <laughs> Cliff and Kyler, the cuties with a K. They went to college together, and then they went to professional leagues together. <laughs> they, he was his coach in college. He was, and he was Pat Mahomes' coach, too. It's not like he's a bad coach. It just doesn't matter. They don't have anybody to play the game. Kyler Murray, smaller than all of us. Pretty still crazy. Patty, they still got Patty Peterson out there? They no. S- no, he's suspended suspension. for a few games. Yeah. For just having too many kids? Something like that. He's okay. another one I'd like to snap up. A little morsel. Ew. So, yes, so who do you got Lions. there? You got, you got Lions? Lions easily. You they Leon. have a semblance of a team. You guys, Matt, Patri- Matt Patricia believers? Yeah. Or just more Cliff Kingsbury's going to struggle in his first game? I believe in C.J. Anderson above all else. He'll barely <laughs> be on the field, back, but he CJ. will be on the sidelines in uniform. Yeah, love that dude. You got Carryon Johnson to to carry it all the way to the on the way to the Super Bowl. Fuck that game. Moving on, yeah. we got the Pittsburgh Steelers Sunday. This is your Sunday night game, Jamal. Jesus. This is what they they could have done, Giants <laughs> Cowboys, but they did. There's also isn't there a Monday triple? Oh, header? there's two Monday night <laughs> games. Right, we got right. three games left, just, guys. We're gonna get right through it. Header. Here we are, Pittsburgh Steelers. At New England Patriots, the Super Bowl champions. Um, you know, Gronk retired. Brady's 500 years old. This team won't go away. Is this the season that they finally fucking nope. realize that this shouldn't happen anymore? That division, he, he could he could lead them to a title from the grave. Back to the the Richie Incognito's dad's floating head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just give me Tom Brady's lifeless skull in 
and that'll get you ten games in the AFC East. And it's the yeah, I mean it's it's the AFC East. They have a better team than they had last year. They do. Everybody else has a worse team than they had last year, except the Jets. Jets are better. But huh. it does feel like Tom Brady is only killable by the Pittsburgh Steelers on occasion. And while I do think that the that the Pats will probably be in the fucking conference championship game again because they always get there and it's not fun for anybody and everybody hates all Pats fans now and just hearing them talk even makes you want to punch them in the face. It all doesn't matter in the end, but week one against the Steelers, I have a sneaky feeling the Steelers are going to be a little better than everybody thought and they're going to win this game yeah. in a little in a little tiny squeaker. thing about teams is you just need to know who's the leader. H- having your role defined can always make you play above expectation. And I think having AB gone and Le'Veon gone, it's back. It is Sven Roethlisberger's team, for better or for worse. Streamlined. We're going, it is him. They're going to throw it 48 times anyway. To Juju. It's whatever. I've yeah. always liked their coach, too. Omar Epps is... Yeah. He's got that leather jacket on. Yeah. He's he bug-eyed. He's screaming at people. Yeah. He's awesome. Is his name Q in, as a coach of the Steelers as well? <laughs> he's the only person who's played somebody named Q. In mo- he's played a, a character named Q in like three movies. You know who? And O. He played it O oh, and Q. No, no, no he's not that? O. That's oh, that's Mackay Pfeiffer. That's yeah. Mackay Pfeiffer. Come I'm on, sorry. Brother. Come on. But Mike Tomlin always he you know who he who he looks like to me at least maybe the seriousness is what really does it but he looks like Mr X from the X Files if anybody remembers that reference or we can just cut it but what <laughs> a great comparison for the few people that overlap in the Venn diagram of wanting to listen to this podcast and know X Files episode oh, intimately think there's some overlap I would say a little bit also uh, one of my favorite things that happens every year. I know it happens for the Patriots a lot, so it's a little annoying. But the the ceremony where the other team is on the field and they just have to watch you be presented like jewelry, yeah. and then like a new banner gets strung up, and the other team just has to stand there, and the whole place is cheering you like it's some fucking weird but march. Everybody's tired of it. I even think they're tired of it. I think everybody on that team, besides maybe the couple of new guys who are like, I'm a, I I'm excited to be a Patriot. Everybody else is bored. Every time you talk to a, a Pats fan, they're even like, I, I don't know, man. I don't know how long it's going to last. They just keep equivocating now because you don't need fucking seven rings. Nobody needs seven rings in two decades. You just fucking let other people have something. No, you don't for let. God's sake. You never. This is. You never let anybody have anything. Yeah, that's I mean, sports. When you're on the field, that person's your worst enemy. Off the field, you respect them. Who likes Tom Brady? Do you ever want to look when we played darts against when we played darts against each other or when we played ping pong? Did you ever feel like I'll just give him one? No, you you play to win. I'm not saying they're going to give it up, and I'm not even saying that they're they're you know going to let the the malaise of this whole thing affect them on the field. I'm just saying everybody's sick of it, and watching that banner go up is not going to have some kind of effect on either side. I think everybody knows that it's just another dumb thing that we have to deal with in a, another stupid Pat Super Bowls post Super Bowl season, and it's not going to give an advantage on the field. I, I feel like I feel like that whole thing is done. It's like 
you know, it's just another fucking thing that happens, like, when you have to watch the Blue Angels fly over. You don't think T.J. Watt <laughs> is going to go into some sort of rage mania watching one of those banners go up and just want to kill Tom Brady? Maybe he will, but I don't know. I don't think it's going to work the other way. I don't think the, the Pats are going to be so amped up by the Super Bowl festivities. Like, they've been through it. Everybody's fucking – everybody gets that that's what happens. All right. Two Monday night games. We got two. The Houston Texans going to New Orleans to play the Saints in the Super Duper Dome. The new look Texans who traded half their team a week ago and had a bunch of new players. Uh, I don't know. That's what happens when you don't have a general manager. It's just a weird clusterfuck. Well, the coach weird. is just making random decisions a week before the, the season. It makes no sense. They are approaching the season like there's no tomorrow. It's kind of fun. There isn't. People panic about these, like rounds one picks round two picks being traded away but it doesn't matter this season like people feel like the season's over they just got a franchise left tackle now like an actually good left tackle which everybody said was their biggest problem the texans will be fine they're just not better than the saints and whatever the texans do they're not going to be one of the best teams in the league especially not just fixing up the o-line because deshaun's not as good as people want them to be. They don't have a real running back, especially now. And their defense is kind of just okay because the secondary is just You okay. think people want him to be good? You think there's a Deshaun, Deshaun Watson like factory of hype? I mean, I like that he's pretty good because it just shines a light on how much better Patrick Mahomes was as a draft pick. So, you know. Everybody was telling us to get Deshaun Watson and they got me even in on it. They got me thinking that it was the right move. And then when we got Mahomes and I looked at the film, and I was like, oh, yeah. Like, you just watch some of the shit he was doing, and it's like, yeah, Deshaun just can't do that. He can be a great quarterback, and it still won't matter. That's so awesome. <clears throat> Saints coming off uh, two just heartbreaking playoff losses in a row. You got the Minnesota game two years ago with that crazy Hail Mary, and then last year you have the, the Rams pass interference that didn't get called. They're coming in. They were crying all offseason for rule changes. Do the football gods punish them, or are there no football gods in this team? Is just fucking as good as ever. There's no god, period. So things just happen, and I think they're, they're based on science, and the scientific point of view is that is that based on physics, one team is better than the other team because they're faster and their scheme is better and they have a quarterback who can throw it better, and that is the New Orleans Saints. They're going to win. Jamel? Saints or Texans? And what do these te- what do they mean to you? Just based off their team names themselves. Texans. What do you think of when you Saints. think of a Texan? Um I think of oil, you know, I think of big oil. I think of uh, you know, that just tankers, hunks of meat. And as far as the Saints go, I think I'm over the Saints. I love Drew Brees well, more than a lot of people. And I have always been on the Drew Brees train, but fuck him. That's a sizzling hot take. You should throw in a drop of sizzling something. Yeah. I'm going to bring fuck him out every time we need it. Fuck him. Fuck him. Fuck him. And then the last game on our slate, we have Denver Broncos playing at the Oakland Raiders. Game of the week. Last game of the week. Game of the century. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, anything the Raiders are a part of, 
Count me in. Antonio Brown. Yes. Uh, a baseball diamond in the middle of the field. Yes. John Gruden grimacing. Yes. The owner looks like he was burned in a chemical fire. Yeah. He's Get an at interesting me. character. I wonder what side of the ownership he's on. Is he cool with the with the hip-hop community? I guy? think he has a split personality, and he talks to his dead father's corpse um, that's still in a secret room in the press box. And he goes and gets all of his advice on you know the team management from Al still. And that's how he runs the team. He's basically, you know, he's fucking uh, Norman Bates. I think the, when the owners are hanging out at the at the meetings and then Mark Davis walks in, maybe sometimes with Chad Khan, arm in arm, everybody's just like, ugh. And they have to stop the conversation they're having and have a conversation that's that's more Mark Davis friendly. Do you think they snicker at all when he walks in? They're not open about it. I think it's just like everybody has that friend, especially in comedy, sure. which is the guy who just you don't think is funny, but they have to hang out because they they do it. And so they come into the circle with you guys, and then you just change what you were talking about yeah. because what you were just talking about was how shitty they are and people like them. And so then you change the conversation. Oh yeah, we were just talking about uh, we were just talking about uh, setups. I don't know. Just talking about. We're just talking about uh, the new Kyrie's. Yeah, yeah. We're just talking about that one show in town you can get on. Yeah. What do you think? What do you think about that one place that'll allow you? I don't know, son. I just think I think a lot of Raiders fans are going to get kicked out, and uh, I think I'm excited to see what my man Flax got. I'm excited to see Darth Vader in attendance. Uh, Pinhead from the Hellraiser series will be there. Yeah. We have other sorts of demons and ghouls who will be there. I yeah. love the Monday, the late Monday night game. This is the latest game, uh, start time of a game uh, all season. People on the East Coast, I think the game doesn't start till like after 10 p.m. for them. Fine. So this is some real midnight madness. You know, people are going to be half fucking asleep, flipping through channels. They're going to see, you know, some Darth or some S and M creature screaming at Antonio Brown. It's just, it's awesome. Yeah. This is like what that, that like Sega game, uh, if you guys remember that, it's like, the, <laughs> there's like mutants, mutant league football. Right. You guys remember this yes. game? You're playing on the fucking moon, on the surface of Mars. And that's what I always, I'm going to miss this about Oakland. Vegas needs Yo, to I get remember, its own yeah, thing. I remember that game. Charles yeah. Haley's shut up and tackle. <laughs> yeah. Well, look, you're talking about Hellraiser. If somebody out there on that field is hopefully going to take pleasure out of horrific pain, it better be Derek Carr because he is going to get double sandwich sacked every single snap. They have no offensive line on the Raiders, at least for the first couple games. Incognito's out. Gabe Jackson's out. They've got absolutely nobody who can play real offensive tackle on that team. And so the two best pass rushers coming in, they're gonna they they might kill Derek Carr, and I don't know. Let's hope so. <laughs> Here's the hoping, y'all. Just watch John Gruden's face, like go from "Hey, this this could be something, man. We got a team this year," to then like just that sad like the next ten years are going to be the worst of my life expression comes across his face. And it wasn't worth it to become buddies with Mark Davis and go to parties with him and do all that stuff. There's going to be a gif of John Gruden's face that's going to go viral the next day. People are picking them to win the Super Bowl. The Ooh, Raiders. No, they're not. Derek, David Ooh. Carr. David Carr. Oh, sure. Pick them to win the Super Bowl. And some other dude on CBS Sports agreed. 
I mean, he had no choice. Yeah, that's he was he had a gun to his head. Yeah, there's nothing you can do when the hammer's and out. Antonio Brown was holding it. When's the last time? <laughs> when's the last time before a season? Not not just a hard knock season, even though that also has its own special amount of of dampening the the season hopes. But what season that has ended in a Super Bowl has started with a complete fucking disaster every day for two weeks? They're going to be nothing. They're going to be so bad. It's going to be hilarious to watch. Antonio's going to be super pissed off and ask for a quarterback change in like week four. I hope he asks to play quarterback. That would be fun. That'd be good. That'd be, that, then I'd watch a Raiders game. We like that. Uh, guys, this is the last season officially that there's going to be this janky ass baseball diamond, muddy dirt shit in the middle of the field. Uh, are you guys going to miss it, or do you like the perfection of a contain? You know, you, there used to be the term three yards in a cloud of dust. We used to see these muddy games, and now everything's going to be clean from here on out. This is the last of it, so oh my I don't God. know. Say goodbye. What are you, fucking Howard Cosell? Who gives yeah, a shit? I didn't expect you to be sentimental about dirt. We're going to Vegas, baby. <laughs> We're going to have a fucking yeah. yearly game to go to in Las Vegas. Yeah, You're going to miss it when it's gone. I, I'm, I am going to be so thrilled. When you can gamble inside the stadium, yeah, and there's just on other screen. shit, yeah. not even on that game. You can just play slots while yeah. watching the Raiders lose. You actually can only you can bet on everything but the Raiders game. <laughs> that's going to be the hill part. We that's ran into good. that with the the Aces Mystics game. Yeah, yeah. You've got mail. We get listener mail. I mean, the shit's piling up. Yeah, we're just gonna grab a few. It's crazy. Read them. Having not recorded one show, we got big fans. It's great. I love the support. We really thank you guys for all your five-star reviews and and your mail, man. It means a lot to us. So, um, this I really enjoyed this listener question from Gary P. in Seattle. Uh, First off, love the pod. Appreciate it. Appreciate it, Gary P. Uh, Secondly, the NFL's discipline policy is a mess. uh, Richie Incognito gets two games for trying to hug, cut off his dead father's head at a funeral home. Meanwhile, Josh Gordon sits out a whole season for drugs. My question is, wouldn't Richie's dad's severed head be a better QB than Case Keenum? I have to agree. I just think Case My Keenum. Man in Seattle. Just <laughs> roasting know. Case Keenum, and rightfully, rightfully so. Stuff some straw into a uniform, prop yeah. the head on there. Because if, if it's just a stuffed head, like, Case Keenum's better. No, no, like it can't get worse. Like Case Keenum is the line, and I think a stuffed head meets exactly that line. Yeah, you're punting from the same exact position. Yeah, I mean it's going to be three and out no matter what. If it's either, the head, either way, yeah. I think there are more butts in the seats, frankly, if the head is the quarterback. It is more entertaining, and then you can maybe like make shirts. Because nobody wants a Case Keenum shirt, but if you have like a severed head, oh, if you're rooting for an old man's severed head, go skins. Uh, you can. I mean, there's all kinds <laughs> of like skins. there's all kinds of squads you can form in the stands, like the you know, bring back the fucking the hogs, you know, make it about make it about heads, well, head cheese. So how would that work? Do we have like two players on either side of them? Like it's like a weekend at Bernie's type deal where they're just parading around the head, and it's like a three person. No, the heads playing quarterback at the same time. The head. I guess we'd have to say would be reanimated for these purposes. And it's the ball is snapped into his mouth and then he throws the ball or, or he, I mean, hands off or hands off handoffs are easy. 
but he throws the ball by sort of, you know, like ball in his mouth, kind of like torquing his head, <laughs> torquing the what's left of his neck toward the, uh, you know, the, the first down marker. Would Richie Incognito demand a trade to the Washington football team in this case? And it could solidify the line for years to come. Yeah. Six and ten at best. Jamal, you got a letter? Oh, yeah. Okay, I got one. Uh, this is uh, we're getting international with it. This is from Wallace Penny Farthing from Essex, uh, Northeast London. Uh, Sup, govs. Your show is wicked. Me and the blokes love the NFL. We always get so chuffed when the Jags come to play at Wembley. You can catch us legless with some bangers and fags in the parking lot. Do you think it says think, not mm-hmm. think? Do you think the league will ever add more UK games to the schedule? Or maybe even bring back NFL Europe. That would be brilliant. All the best now, mates. Hey, lo- hey thanks for the, the letter, first of all. Second of yeah. all, we need to get you some team that's not the bum-ass Jags just playing every game in London. I like that the Jags is the British team. I mean, isn't that where Shad Khan is from? Maybe that's – he made the deal. I, You know, England's fallen apart anyway. It's a once-great nation. Wait, are you telling me that they always play – in London, because the owners from fucking London. Look, it's like with that. It's like how that judge uh, can't be bi- can't be uh, not biased because he's from Mexico. Same goes for Shad Khan. He's British. He volunteers for all these overseas games in Wembley Stadium, and then you know the the, the Boris Johnson gets elected, and now they're trying to bring all of the bullshit the the American fanfare to Britain, and. Uh, I don't know where I'm going with that. I think it's just <laughs> there's just British stuff that's uh, that's American stuff. Do they understand too. yards? Yeah. By the way, do they understand yards? No. So it's this is just foreign. Dumb as hell. It's meters with the R before the E. But they, the they don't even they don't even say meter. They should say meters. Yeah. How many meters is on a football field? Pop quiz. Ooh, it's a great thing to look up. Fifty-two. This one came in a an unmarked black envelope, and it's magazine letter cutouts like unabomber style so i'm just mm. gonna read it a little bit mm. scary because i think that's what this person wants okay uh so it's like i am deeply hurt by your calling me a woman hater i'm not but i am a monster the headaches are getting worse jesus i fear i cannot go on much longer without inflicting terrible pain and suffering are you touching this letter with your hands you should probably wear gloves it's time for the world to once again feel my horror Indist- oh wait, never mind. I just got reinstated by the NFL. Signed Tyreek Hill. Wow. Whoa. I don't know if he talks like that. Why would he very send eloquent the for Tyreek Hill? Why would he pull out and then still mail us that? And also, he's cutting and pasting like he and then signing <laughs> his name. <laughs> he has a kid. Yeah. The whole point. He's teaching his kid how to do le- how to do threatening letters. The whole point is that you don't identify based on handwriting. But I do believe it's Tyreek Hill. I'm just saying, why did he do that? All right, well, this letter... Haunting stuff. Jesus. This letter, I believe, in some way might retaliate for that last letter. I don't know if these viewers, these listeners, really realized how perfectly in sync they were with our own values, but uh, here's the letter that I got. What do you guys think of the story that Carly Lloyd from the U.S. Women's National Team might be an NFL kicker in 2020? Personally, I like it. In fact, I'd sign her to my team as a kicker full-time. She can shower in my office, and whatever happens, happens. My wife's already pissed at me, so who gives a shit? They can't fire me. I want a Super Bowl drunk. 
Signed, Coach Doug P. from Philly. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know. What was he drunk off? Was he doing a few Long Island iced teas? He's a guy. <laughs> he's promiscuous. He likes his alcohol. Yeah. He got drummed out of Kansas City Allegedly. for some yeah. salacious behavior. And now he's projecting all that onto a national treasure in Carly Lloyd, frankly. Catch my man Doug Peterson. Uh, at any waterside bar, any riverfront, you know what I mean, with a nice with a nice rail whiskey. Yeah, <laughs> always holding a whiskey. Visor on. Always got a locked in. He's always got a beer bong nearby. It used to be that <laughs> that magician guy John Derenbos or whatever that used to come by and hold his beer bong, the other end of his beer bong, but uh, he got waved, I believe. Listen, why not party? You're an and you're a Super Bowl championship winning head coach. Mm-hmm. Drink as many fucking real whiskeys as you want, Doug P. I got mm. your back. Jim Beam, voted number one whiskey in this commercial. Uh, Jamal, you got a letter? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, I got one. I got one. Uh, this is from L. Ron Stuttered in Denver, Colorado. Uh, hey, I'm not gonna lie to you guys. I just ate 15 caps and am tripping balls right now. I can't stop thinking about Josh Gordon for some reason. How good would he have been if drugs were legal in this godforsaken country? I think the real question is what illegal substances would provide the best competitive edge in a football game? Sure. Because if he's on Molly, is that a benefit to him on the field? Maybe Maybe a light indica. Oh, yeah, you should be able to be high as fuck on the field. And Adderall yeah, yeah. in the background, for sure. You, yeah, yeah. Hyper-focused. Half a, half a Addy, yeah. couple pulls at a nice Skywalker OG pen. Walk out there. Maybe, maybe, a, nice. shot, maybe a shot at Hennessy before you leave the, the locker room. I think Clinton yeah. Portis used to do that. He, it was one shot of Hennessy. <laughs> Just to get the juices going. Just because it was because it was a party. He was like, we're playing football. I'm having, I'm having fun. You know what I like to do when I have fun? Get a little loose, have a little handy. <laughs> yeah. With my guys. Hail to the Ricans. Hail victory. Braves on the war path. Fight for old DC. Run or pass and score. We want a lot more. Beat them, swamp them, touchdown. Let the points soar. Fight on. Fight on till you have won. Sons of Washington. Sign nobody. Nobody signed that. That's not a bomb. Did you did you let a pipe bomb into the fucking studio? What is going on? We'll see what we do with this. You know, (laughs) as it happens, as it happens, I have a I have a letter, also from uh, the DC area. Trent from VA. Uh, First off, love the pod. Secondly, why is everyone so down on the skins this year? Granted, Keenum's not my first choice, but he's stable and upgrades at RB, wide receiver, and defense more stout with Collins in the box. Jordan Reed has had an awesome camp. Weak division. I can easily see us sneaking into the wild card. Also, the storm is coming. We are Q. That is my response to both letters. Yeah, I also received Redskins fan mail. But you know what I did? I burned mine. I didn't bring it here because I knew it wasn't quality stuff. We got a lot of Skins fans. They listen for you. They listen because they yeah, want no, to hear your perspective every week. Thanks. 
Thanks, thanks, guys. DMV stand up. Uh, I got one last uh, letter for you guys. Um, this one is from uh, Big Timmy, the Dutch doctor, all the way from the Boogie Down, Ithaca, New York. Uh, what up, Duns? Big fan of the program. Uh, who's the best rapper in the NFL? P.S. I make beats if you ever need something. Peace. Who would be the best rapper? I mean, there's only like five. Yeah, well, who, who do you got? Who raps? Loudell? Landry. Oh, right. And uh, Mar Marvin Ingram? Melvin Ingram? You know, Tom Bahali put out a rap album recently. He's not in the league anymore, but as Pretty far easy. as Chiefs go, solid Chiefs D end. Tom Bahali has a rap slash reggae album. So he's got to be in the mix. Which you know, one? Is, that, is his better than Eddie Murphy's? I don't know. I actually genuinely like some of Eddie Murphy's music. Okay. There's only two <laughs> songs I know. <laughs> only two take. songs I know, but look. There, you know we, I think we all songs? like Party All the Time. Sure. I think we all like Party All the Time. It's actually a, a genuine bop, but yeah. also also underrated What's Up With You. Ooh. Yeah, that's the one with uh, Mike. It's collaborating with Michael Jackson. Jackson. Known serial child rapist. Yeah. Michael Jackson. It's dropping smash hits. And, and you know, <laughs> doubling up with Eddie Murphy, it's got to be – it's got to be tough to beat that if you're just a run-of-the-mill NFL player trying to put down a track on SoundCloud. You know Julian Edelman's dumbass raps, right? Yeah, he's he not bad. That look. He's not bad. Yeah. Cole Beasley also oh, not bad right. at rapping. Cole Beasley. What? Cole Beasley's got bars. I no. wouldn't say he has bars, but he does have a hilarious <laughs> okay. album cover. He's got a flow. Can we put on a Cole Beasley He doesn't have track? raps, but he does. He's got a... Can I just... Can I also... Before you play this track... Can I just speculate based on what I've seen from photos of Cole Beasley? This is him rapping. I like to rap. Ribbity rap. Rip rap. Ribbity do. Is that what it sounds like? It's not far off. It's not far off. Just from the photo. Thank you. Thank you for incorporating the hand movement. I like to rap. It's like a little sort of like I'm on an elliptical kind yeah, of movement. Yeah, for the for those listener those at home, he really brought the Nordic track vibe. Ribbity rap, a football rap. <laughs> I, like, <laughs> I like the idea of real hip hop fans being like, "That's those are bars. That's yeah, what bars I, are." I remember hearing Cole Beasley and being annoyed that he was kind of good. Here's a sample Cole Beasley track. All the ones I tried to bring with me to lead just pissed the fact I leave the team at home regretting what they need to be. I'm thankful I got fam who made me this. I'm glad they actually gave a shit. That's why I never failed, cause they would never fail me. Then I thank them with some land, a brand new place There's to never live. One way ever do one thing. What is he, what's his style reminiscent of? I feel like he's doing a sort guys. of a, he's probably on some Machine Gun Kelly shit. Yeah. Mm. He's on some white guy he's raps. He's trying to sound like everybody else today. Yeah, the, these sport guys who rap, it's like, they're never going to have the time to really be good when you're, at it. When you're a sport guy who raps, can you still make threatening music? Talking about, I'm going to kill you, I do these drugs, or See, is that just... And that's a part of the problem. It is. They can't really do all the things. Right. They can't talk about popping seals and fucking, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, such and such as bitch. You got to talk about running precise routes yeah. and keeping your nose clean. going to be less entertaining. Yeah, it's a little sad. Pain pills... Probably, I mean, that's the one drug these guys are allowed to rap about. Good, Goodell says, oh, "Fucking yeah. shovel it down." He's totally fine with 
Yeah. Oxycontin. Yeah. Perk rappers. Perp. All right, let's uh, let, let's get let's get some final thoughts. <laughs> My final thoughts are um, this season is going to be tough to watch. <laughs> Uh, whatever happens is going to deeply hurt my feelings in a way that I didn't think was imaginable last year. And uh, I wish everyone the best. Uh, hold your loved ones close. It's going to be a wild year. We're praying for you, man. Thanks. I think I think 5 and 11 is totally doable. I think you can See, get up to that. Reason. You got some you got some easy ones on the schedule. You got two games against the Giants. Yeah. And I can't I I might can I just sign up for a feed that is only the AFC West? Mm, I'd like that. I don't think I want to watch anything else but Colts games. Well, that's the AFC South. Oh, is that the South? Oh, geez, because you're in the West. But those are good games. I we're we're playing the South this year, and and that goes into my final thought, which is, I, I just don't see a way that the Kansas City Chiefs don't win the Super Bowl. It's mathematically impossible. We're unstoppable. And I know that our defense sucks, and it sucked even worse last season, and we still made it to the AFC Championship game. We've got the perfect weapon at quarterback. The guy is like a fucking universal soldier out there. And then you got a receiving core where everybody's under 4-4 and just running the – beautifully timed precise intricate Andy Reid routes all day long we're going to score a touchdown on every drive and then the defense will come out and they'll dick around for half the game make two stops and we'll win anyway the Patriots are done I'm calling it this is the year that the Patriots are done and Tom Brady goes back to the fucking bog that he came from and we get to rejoice the whole world will come together as we defeat Tom Brady and the Patriots in the AFC Championship game, we make a cakewalk out of the bullshit NFC opponent in the Super Bowl, and everybody unites under the flag of Kansas City love for us winning our first Super Bowl since 1969 with the MVP two years running, sexing up the place, and pouring ketchup all over the Lombardi Trophy. I'm down for it. We're not ever going to lose another game as long as I live, uh, go Chiefs. That feel good? Yeah, it's so good. Yeah, I believe it. I am cautiously <laughs> optimistic. <laughs> oh, okay, and wrapping things up, my final thought, uh, just Jay-Z's uh, involvement in the NFL. It's interesting. I think he's obviously positioning himself to one day be able to buy a team. I think that's why he did this. Um, I think the cheapest team is the Bills, and I don't think he Ooh. wants the Bills. I think he's going to wait this thing out a little bit, and eventually he's going to try and buy one of these New York squads. Um, and he's got to—you have to buddy buddy up with the fucking owners to even be, uh, you know, a candidate to buy one of these teams. You have to be in the room. And the thing about Jay is the guy's a fucking billionaire. And what do we know about billionaires? These people are fucking cutthroat. They don't care who they step on. We've seen Jay do this plenty of times. You know, good for him. You know he's a, he's an incredible dude, but now he's a billionaire. What separates him from all the other yacht club owners and whatever else? Because he fucking raps good. Well, because he's he's, he's, the, he's the, the same the DNA it's as these he, other dudes. He could be a coke brother. Co yeah, it's because he sold cocaine <laughs> in the eighties. Sure. But, 
Anyhow. I guess they killed people. Yeah, all these billionaires killed people in the 80s too, right? Yes. He's, he's probably killed the least people amongst the owners. Uh, of any owner. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Anyhow. You know Shad Khan's got some fucking bodies, bodies. under there, under the Jacksonville Stadium. Yo, killing people with a saber. <laughs> <laughs> like a tiger next to him. A white tiger. No, a jaguar. A, ja- a fucking real yeah, jaguar. With a real jaguar. An albino wild. jaguar. There's only two in the world. Wild. He's well, like a Bond villain. The only witness to your death. Uh, if he bought the Bills and moved them to Brooklyn, the Brooklyn Bills. Ooh, I jumped through a table for that shit. Yeah, fucking man. idea. We'll leave it at that. When Commissioner Jay-Z uh, takes over the NFL, you know, maybe we won't have to apologize for loving it so much anymore. Uh, thanks for listening. Be back next week. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry.